800. On today's show. It starts with one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard Howard welcomes singer, rapper, and Linkin Park co-founder Mike Shinoda. He's the rap guy in the band. They had two yeah. singers in his band. Mike Shinoda. You know, this guy's really good. Hit it. Hit it. Hey, oh. Two Rob Zombie players. Yeah, look at that. It's like a well oiled machine. Hey, oh. Yeah, Mike Shinoda. I'm a big fan of Mike Shinoda, the. Uh, the gang came to me a couple of weeks ago and said, Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park, great band, legendary band, Lincoln Park, um, wants to come in. He, I don't, they got these musicians, they've got, I don't know what they do, how they lose things. But they were making, when they, back in the day, were making uh, their album Hybrid Theory or one of the, or I don't know if it was Meteora, whatever the hell it was. When they were making it, they did songs and then they, they archive them or put them on a, on a hard drive and then they forget about them. But, you know, uh, Linkin Park was such a great band and Chester Bennington was their lead singer. He committed suicide and when he died, the band kind of went quiet. <coughs> Excuse me, it's my COVID. And... Um, the band kind of went quiet, but then when they were uh, working on something, they, they found vocals and music that they had recorded with Chester Bennington. What am I hearing? You guys Not hearing ever voices? released? What? Not ever released, unreleased, three songs they found, and they went in and they dusted them off and they, you know, tweaked them up. And so they, it's like a voice from the beyond. Chester Bennington. I'm hearing talking. Something's off. I don't. I mean, some, I'm hearing voices, and I don't mean like in my head. I mean like in the microphones. Hmm. Hey, one of you clowns got your mic up. That's what I think. We'll never know. It's all over there. You don't hear giggling. I you don't can't... hear laughing. No. Oh, I hear it. I mean, uh, anyway. It's just one of those Chinese balloons over my house. <laughs> the Telling balloon you. is laughing at you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying is Mike Shinoda uncovered these three songs. And he's going to come in today and play them for us. And we will be able to bring back Chester Bennington, in a huh. sense, and listen to those and remember him and talk about the good old days of Lincoln Park. But uh, I'm. Oh, thank you, thank you, honey. Hey, I'm on the air. Those. Uh, I'll put them away. You just thanks. I asked my wife on. Va I love you on Valentine's Happy Day, Mike. Yes, my sweetheart. Thank you, love. <laughs> thank you. Did darling. you guys celebrate already, or are you celebrating <laughs> later? I'm going to tell you what we did. Okay. And I'm going to talk about how I almost killed all your cats. I'll, I'll get to all of it <laughs> and, and the and the confusion yesterday. No, I needed some water, and I asked Beth to bring some down. You don't do hot water anymore? 
I do not. I do it before I get on the air. I, you nice. know what it was? It was a pain in the ass. I had to buy a thermos, and I'm heating bottles of water before I come down here, and I'm always in a rush because it's early in the morning, and I'm heating and pouring into the thermos, and I just said, you know what? I've had it with it. I now know water. what I should have gotten you. What? Because don't get it. I, I have it. What? What is it? <laughs> what would you have gotten? A, a, a hot pot, but you can dial the temperature. So it doesn't have to be boiling hot. You can mm. dial the temperature and then fill your, you know, go do something. Come no. back when it's done. Fill your thermos. It's as easy as anything. No, I don't want what? it. Even like what? even getting out of the chair during the show. No, no, like no. Filling. I'm saying the, before you get on the show, you know, like when you're heating that bottle of water, you could just yeah, you know, know. throw it in I, this hot pot. I don't want it. Please, uh, I just want to drink regular so water. It's so good. I cannot uh, tell you how it is. I don't want it. Tea drinking for me. Don't get me that. I don't uh. want it. Please. <laughs> Too many gadgets. and They're killing me with improvements. <laughs> um, Mike uh, Shinoda. Anyway, so Mike is going to come in around nine ish. And you're going to find you're going to hear these three finished songs with Chester's original vocals. And I'm excited about it because. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um. Uh, I loved that band. We played their music back in the K-Rock days. And I went, wow, what an original sound, Linkin Park. What a fucking, you know. When I heard this, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'll tell you, you know, sometimes you hear stories. I, I'll wait till Mike comes in. I don't want to get into a whole rap, but, you know, 75 different record companies turned these dudes down. And wow. they were all like, no fucking way. You know why? Because they were so original. Yeah. They were mixing rap with rock, metal. I mean, and they were writing good songs, but the, the record company couldn't wrap their head around it. And, um, I mean, it's crazy stuff, but the, in the end, it doesn't really matter because the right. band did get a record deal. They broke and, through, yeah. But I'll play you these songs that have never been heard before. And, uh, you'll see they've got the magic. They're not like three songs that were shitty songs that they found and were discarded. These were meant to be on an album. Oh. And then they kind of didn't release them because they felt they sounded too similar to other songs on an album. It was a whole mishigas, but they're good songs. I heard them and I said, I got to bring Mike in and I want you to hear these songs they found because I think they're really good. That's it. And, you know, why not? I wanted to here it is. I think it's like the 20th anniversary of their album, uh, Hybrid Theory, or I don't know, or Meteora. I don't know which one it is, but. The thing is, we should remember Chester Bennington, who was yes. so good in that band. He committed suicide. It's horrible. And I wonder, you know, what Mike's life's been like since uh, he lost Chester. They were like brothers, mm. beyond brothers. They were better than brothers. You know why brothers suck? You got to, your brothers you're born with, when you find someone in life that you want to be with, like Robin's my sister. Why? Because... I chose to be with Robin. No, I, she, my mother didn't give birth to her. <laughs> we found each other. Thank goodness. I mean, uh, I love my sister. Of course. This happens to, I mean, I got lucky. She's a nice person. 
But I know people who have brothers and sisters who are, you know, vomitous. So well, we you know, know of bands that the brothers, you know, they would like to right. kill each other. Anyway, uh, well, t- more on this later when Mike comes in. I just wanted to tell you why Mike was coming in. And I yeah. wanted to tickle your ass with a feather. Get you a little excited about it. That's all. That's my One motivation. Of the I love about their sound is that there's a fuzz that that is uh, intricate and you know just in all of the, you know it's on the vocals, it's on the instruments, it's everywhere. Like that is that extra metal noise that they speaking, make. Robin, speaking of fuzz, uh, I will talk about what happened with Richard and his pube fuzz mustache oh. and beard. <laughs> I'll give you the follow up to that. Okay. So uh, there you go. Definitely need an update on that. Uh, last get an we left, he had a face full of pubes. Yeah, well, we had a busy show yesterday. A lot of people pissed off at Benji, who hijacked oh. the end of the show. I couldn't get rid of him. A lot of people. Here, here's a guy. Clem, go ahead. What do you want to say? Hello? All right. Clem, this call's already going bad, but go ahead. I'll give you a shot. What's up? Um, I was kind of upset that Benji was uh, kind of a dick yesterday when uh, you were breaking his balls and uh, well, telling him that he couldn't get all of his um, interviews with Colin on the air. By the way, Clem, I wasn't breaking his balls. I'm giving no, him a reality. Right. I was giving him a reality. It was not. It was a very good show. Uh, Benji's segment with Colin Quinn on Howard 101 was good, but it had to be edited. And, um, you know, I didn't edit it. Probably uh, 99% of the staff felt it was long and, and drawn out and uh, wouldn't work. And that was it. But, you know, most of the staff can accept the word no. But like a three-year-old, this guy can't accept no. I said to him, Benji, no, we're not going to play the whole thing. It wasn't that good. And he didn't want to hear it. So Yeah, uh, and I got really upset that he started lashing out and saying that, um, the the trucker bit wasn't funny, and it's just uh, it's colorful, but well, it's not funny. Are you? Is that a real? Well, laugh? it's and weird it that really, ben, that was a Benji move. I thought. Well, Benji works with all the people who put that together, right? And uh, he regularly goes to them and asks them for help with things, <laughs> and all of them are pissed off at him. Oh dear! <laughs> I would be. Um, well, I'd say about. 15 staff members came to me and he said, you know what the problem with Benji is, Howard? He hates you. I said, I know that. Right. Well, Benji doesn't know it, but he, he he blames me for this other career that he's supposed to be having. And I, I always say, Benji, you can work anywhere you want. You don't have, don't be mad at me. I'm offering you a job. But if you don't want the job, if you feel I'm holding you back, then by all means, I wish you well. I'm just here you offering just you a job. I like your services. A, but um And you You gave him an op, an opportunity to talk all. to Colin. He had it was all there. It was and it was a good and it was funny and Colin was great. And And if Benji was, was smart, he enough. would have said Hey, of course, if Benji was smart, Clemmy would have said, "You know what? I had a home run. People liked the special with Colin Quinn. I was good on it." <clears throat> I'm not going to blow it by telling them they had to edit me. You know, who cares? Right. You know, the Beatles edited themselves. The Beatles, when they, they put out Abbey Road, they didn't put out every song they wrote. What do you think great directors do? They don't put they every piece of footage they shoot 
in a movie. Listen, I'll let you in on a secret. I don't think everything I do is wonderful. I wish we could do our three, four-hour show every day and then take it into an editing room and tighten up some stuff. I know sometimes I go on too long with things or maybe sometimes things don't work, but we fly by the seat of our pants and do things live. I know that not every ad-libbed bit is going to work, but I do a live show. But I've got pretty good percentages for a guy who does a live show. In other words, even when I'm doing shitty stuff, I know enough to get out of it. Enough times to keep you tuned in. But I wish I could go back and tweak the show. You know, you know how good the show would be? As a matter of fact, what we do on Howard 101 a lot is uh, why people like Howard 101 as a channel. We'll go in and take stuff from years ago. And give you the uh, the meat, cut off uh, all the, the grizzle, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, that's what we do. And yeah, and people love 101. They're like, wow. And it makes me look like a genius 101 because you go, man, this guy's gets right to it. He's funny. And then they get out and they go to something else. We trim the fat. And with Benji, there's and plenty of fat. There's plenty of fat. It's a it's also a a little a matter of loyalty, you know. Well, and, there's and none there. Being a team I know that. And all of that. No, no, no he's not he a threw team everything. player. <laughs> Yesterday he threw everybody under the bus. You think that's oh funny? Gosh. You think this is funny? You think that? No, well, everybody knows. So everyone came to me, and uh, they said, "Well, I felt uh, I had to stand up for you too because I." Listen to you all the time. Love the show. Love everyone. Can't get Thank enough you, of it all the time. Well, well, listen, Benji wouldn't even take stand-up comedy advice from Colin Quinn, who is a real successful comedian. The guy, <laughs> guy makes a lot of money in stand-up. That's if that's the sign. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, I will. If I was going into stand-up, I would take, I would take... From Colin Quinn for my own business. Right. You know what I mean? If he's he came into me and told me something about, if he saw uh, where I work and uh, gave me some advice, I would probably take it. Look who's here, Mike Trainer. What are you doing here? What's everyone's up? Uh, everyone's favorite. No, I. Uh, we were all a little irritated with Benji and the the way he was acting towards the other writers. He recently uh, announced that he was inspired to do some man on the street for for the show, but then asked this group for ideas he didn't have any ideas to go do <laughs> Don't it. give him any and, and for him to then <laughs> shit on uh the work we were doing yesterday while we're, we're trying to make it interesting when he hijacks the show like a like a terrorist uh, i thought he was being very rude <laughs> what, to what mike what i one. saw was a group of people trying to save the 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 the, the, the way too lengthy benji complaining a bit uh into uh making it into funny but uh okay look I'm not here to piss and shit all over Benji, but I know a lot of people were mad. I did read the email and, uh, you know, some people defended Benji. Some here, I'll, I'll, I didn't mean to start out with Benji, but okay, we'll get to it. I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day, but, um, as long as we're talking, I don't want to digress because that's comedy suicide. Um, as you know, Benji wanted us to air the unedited version of his conversation with comedian Colin Quinn. Small talk with Colin Quinn. Uh, some fans think Benji has earned it. Howard, I know I'm likely in the minority. Benji keeps me on the edge of my seat every time you have him on. 
I chuckle the moment I hear his voice because I know he will make me laugh. Just give the man what he wants. So give in <laughs> to Howard, I normally can't stand the Benji Vortex, but I was absolutely captivated by Colin's deep conversation with Benji. It was like Clarice and Hannibal Lecter meeting in Silence of the Lambs. So those are fans, and Benji has earned that. Yeah, but, you know, Colin was there. It wasn't just Benji on his own. True. Others propose a compromise. As a compromise, you should play the full Colin Quinn segment, but reinterpreted by Benji Puppet instead. Now, that I would listen to. Uh, we talked about why Benji would struggle doing stand-up comedy. The person knows where Benji would be a success. Benji's stand-up act would be a real hit at Helen Keller's School for Blind and Deaf. They'll love him there. Somebody wrote that in. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Um, you know, I'll get back to more fan feedback. But, yes, you asked me if uh, we celebrated Valentine's Day, yes. my wife and I. And, uh, yes, we we um, we did. I... I um, there's a brand of uh, homemade cookies that my wife loves, and I'm had, I had a whole, I bought a whole big uh, thing of uh, homemade cookies with a Valentine theme. It's wonderful mm -hmm. and uh, wonderful business. And um, then I got. Do you hear a mic, an open mic, or am I losing my mind? I just heard some kind of noise. Guys, can we have a meeting right now? There is an open mic. Where someone once in a while is actually talking while I'm talking. Will someone talk to me about it or should I just keep screaming into the ether? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Howard, I, it's Jason. I just heard that noise you just heard. So I'm talking to the production team as everybody is now trying to All figure right, thank out. You. Hey, thank you on. for answering me because no I'm, I'm, I think I'm losing my mind. You guys are <laughs> gaslighting me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're acting like uh, I'm I'm insane. All right. Now where was I, Robin? Oh, Valentine's uh, you were, Day. Yeah. What uh, you got the cookies? Got my wife the cookies. I bought her. Remember um, what I got you for Christmas? I made you that little box with the, your cat, the picture of you. Yes. I I made a box for my wife with one of my paintings on of a of a rose, and. Um, she liked it. She opened it this morning. And I also got her, of course, Steven Singer Jewelers, those beautiful flowers made out of, um, you know, gold dipped. The gold got dipped her, roses, yes. Got her the three of those with the uh, beautiful stand on it. I, I got her a bunch of little things to say uh -huh. I love you. Made her a card. I always make handmade card. No. Oh, yes. No, you don't scrimp. You I don't scrimp on my time. In. I That's put right. a lot of effort in. <laughs> so I brought it out and she said to me, honey, you are, what I love about you is you're so romantic. She melted. She loved oh. it. And she got me something so great. The greatest gift I ever got. Really? Uh, this moved me. Yeah. She found a little journal with a, a leather journal that says the reason I love you. And she filled out the whole journal and wrote to me about, on it. And oh, I'll my you, goodness. That is That's romantic. romantic, too. Let me tell you something. I am a needy motherfucker. <laughs> I believe deep down inside no one could ever love me. No one could possibly love being with me. I am really a broken spirit. There's nothing that I've spent 25 years in therapy trying to repair this. But nothing comes closest to me actually feeling love when someone puts the time in to write down the reasons that they love me. And I got to tell you, I almost feel loved. 
Uh, almost. Now, this is, yeah, what, I haven't read the whole, because I haven't, over the top? Okay. I haven't read the whole journal yet. There was, she gave it to me this morning and I had to get on the air. So I want to sit with it and see if ah, I finally okay. feel loved. All right. I live in a world that has such a black hole. It's such a dark hole that like, Robin, if you were my lover and you came to me and said, honey, I'm going to rub the back of your head. I'm going to blow you 15 times. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to stick my whole head up your ass because you're, I'm too, so in love with you. If you said that to me, I'd still say, gee, but why didn't she tickle my balls? I think she might love me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but she might love me, but, but she didn't tickle my balls. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no level of involvement from a woman or a man that will ever make me feel loved. I feel so dark and unlovable inside that there's no way that I could accept. But this gift from my wife, I think might get me there. This might kill me because it means she sat down and filled out multiple and she took pages. Time, yes. Time. She even taped things into it. And I think this is going to cure me. This is going to make me feel like I'm a loved man. Wow. No, I can't be 100% sure. You're not sure yet. <laughs> yeah. Will you report back? <laughs> Will you be a changed man? There, ha this could be it. This <laughs> might actually heal my soul at this late stage of the game. So I am well. Better really... late than never. Let's try. Let's hope. My, my father once gave me a journal, and uh, but it was called "Reasons Why You're an Asshole," and it was the size <laughs> of an encyclopedia. <laughs> so to undo that, this might work. I got to tell you, it's a, a oh, terribly wait till you get really steep in the end. Guess what you can do with that? What? Read it over and over again. Well, every time you, know what? you start to doubt. You know what? You make it a good point. I told my wife what I'm going to do with this journal. After I read it, I'm going to put it on a special box and leave it right on my desk. So that every time I go to that dark place. I'm going to open it up, and I'm going to read how lovable I am. That's right. That's right. You go, you're on to something, and uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. All right. Now, speaking of love, always on Valentine's Day, I send Robin flowers. I always send her roses. This year, I got full of myself. I said, you know what? I don't want her to think that. I swear I said this. I said, I don't want her to think that I just automatically get her the roses. I'm going to get her a bouquet, a beautiful bouquet. And uh I found a place, beautiful bouquet, blah, 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 blah. It's gorgeous, yes. And I sent it to Robin, you know. And uh Robin sent me back a picture of the uh bouquet. I said, hey. I said to my wife. And she didn't even know I switched from roses to bouquet. And she says, my wife says to me, let me see the picture. She she goes, <gasps> like this. <gasps> I go, why? What I do? She goes, why don't you ever check with me? Before you order things, I said, well, because, because this is a gift from me to Robin. I don't have to bother you with it. It's Valentine's Day. I don't want you getting jealous of my love for Robin. <laughs> so I was like, she was like, honey, Robin has cats and cats can die from hydrangeas. If you, if they, even if they just kind of smell them or lick them, I don't know what the fuck the, the cats do with these hydrangeas. I don't even know what a hydrangea is. 
But evidently, you don't put a hydrangea near a cat. And she's got 47 cats that she loves. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was going to just do the roses. What did I do? I'm going to kill Robin's cats. And if I do that, I'll kill myself. Oh, dear. I pick up the phone. Now I'm dialing rapidly to Robin. That's right, dialing. I, I'm old school rotary. Hold on. <laughs> I go, have a uh, rotary phone. <laughs> no. Oh, my. <laughs> no, I, was hitting the, I hit the thing on, you know, your contact, yeah, and I go, Ro- yeah. of course, Robin's not there. She's never there when I need her. That's another I told reason. you where I was. I heard. But who cares where you are? You're never there when I need you. It's an emergency. <laughs> I call her. I text her. I text her. Every This woman, she doesn't answer text. She goes into complete seclusion. So I go, Robin, I sent you these flowers. They're going to kill your cats. You got to get them out of the room. And I said, wait a second. She's got that cat and Dennis, the, or Major Dennis, whatever his name is. Major Domo Dennis. I said, I got to get in touch. I start calling Major. I said to my wife, I think I have Major Dennis's uh, contact. I did. I'm calling. Yeah, I'm calling Major Dennis. (laughs) This is Howard Stern to Major Dennis. (laughs) I'm screaming, please get the flowers out of there. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Robin finally answered me. She was doing something inconsequential like. Getting treatment to save her life. That's she was right, doing something right. inconsequential like treatment. I'm at, the, I'm at the hospital getting blood drawn. Yeah, well, I was having the worst hours of my life. I I needed a uh, bat signal. You need a bat signal for me that I can contact. So anyway, I was like, Robin, I'm going to kill your cat. She goes, relax. I have my my flowers are in a room where the cats don't go. It's it's a closed door. I go, oh, thank God, thank God. And then it gets even worse because. My assistant was calling Major Dennis. Oh, Major everybody. Den- yes, everybody was well, calling Well, I was everybody. really nervous. I, I felt horrible. I go, here I try to do something loving, and, and I'm going to kill her cats. And then and then my assistant was writing me as I'm talking to Robin. Major Dennis is throwing the flowers out. Uh, if you want, you can resend flowers. I go, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not buying Robin more flowers. I love her. I don't love her that much. I've got more flowers. I said, listen, the door is locked. No, but tell Major Dennis not to throw out the flowers. Oh, enough. You know what? My mother always Yeah, because first I had to write you to calm you down. And then the phone starts ringing. And Major (laughs) Dennis is on the line going, Robin, you've got to get rid of those flowers. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm like, and I said to my wife, that poor woman is having her blood drawn to keep her alive. And 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 I'm busy with these flowers. She's over there probably like, take those flowers and throw them out a window. (laughs) I was Um, not. It was all fine. I barely could sleep. I, I, I said to Beth, you better write me three more journals to get me down from the ledge. <laughs> Reasons I love you. I love the way you panic when Robin gets flowers from you. It's just too that much. Well, anyway. crazy. I didn't know hydrangeas were dangerous for cats. I know that about lilies. But I didn't yeah. know hydrangeas were terrible, yeah. too. Because I would not have removed them had no. uh, the cats been around. I know, I know. Oh, man, I blew it. So I didn't realize what I had done. I know better, but I just, I just looked at the, um, the, the bouquet. I didn't realize, uh-huh. I don't know what they were hydrangeas. What, what which flowers? It was, it's beautiful. It's really yeah. a, a lovely, colorful, and it was so nice to see color, you know, living in this. Yes, that was the po- expanse. Yes. You see, that was my thought. Like these, this was colorful. What do I know? Yeah. It's going to kill a cat. 
Can what I mean for me to get some color. We're all being manipulated by the industry known as the Valentine's, the, the greeting <laughs> card industry for crying out loud. You know, my wife and I agree. I used to get my wife like really like kind of like I'd go all out on Valentine's Day expensive. This, and we sat down and said, you know, it's supposed to be about expressing your love. Let's let, let's calm down on Valentine's Day. Because I heard from the dude I buy the jewelry from. He's like, hey, it's Valentine's Day. You know, he's, he oh, can't yeah. wait for they Valentine's Day. They hit you Day. up, right? <laughs> yeah, and I said, no, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're just doing real sort of loving kind of. Just you know, tokens of uh, Yeah, our love. Yes. <gasps> I mean, huh. And, uh, uh, oh, Valentine's Day. You know, after after well, your conversation with Sal and his gift, I was like, "Oh God, he's going to hate what I did." <laughs> well, here he so I get these. Yesterday, I came up from the show. Now I haven't. I don't know what you did yet because oh, there was these three gigantic boxes. Uh, I mean, gigantic from Robin for me on Valentine's Day, and then I opened up. I said to my wife, oh, my God, what is she doing? I sent her flowers. She's not supposed to send me anything on Valentine's Day. It's not about that. I'm a man. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. And I'm getting angry because now I go, I have no time to open these boxes. I just finished a 45-minute discussion with Benji about his stupid fucking <laughs> conversation with Colin Quinn. I was like, exa- I was really exhausted from it. I go, I can't, you know. So my wife goes, you mind if I open the boxes? I said, no, go ahead. She opened up the outside boxes, and inside was these gigantic boxes from Robin. I said, we should open them now. She goes, no, we should open them on Valentine's Day, because some of them are for Beth, and some of them are for me. So I got these big boxes upstairs that I'm going to open this afternoon (laughs) from Robin for Valentine's Day. But you don't need to do that. What are it you doing? was just, you know, it was, it's not a big deal. Right. It was just a thought. It was about a conversation we were having a while back. Is and it, I just, what? Is it one of those things where I keep opening boxes and they get smaller and smaller? No, 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 no. no oh, all right. Because no, right. no. I'll go crazy from that. No. Yeah. So that's Val, today's Valentine's Day. And, Fucking and Ronnie's. Look at what the, I'm wearing. What are you wearing? Do you see that? Oh. Yeah. That's my locket. That's the locket I gave you. Yeah. (laughs) With, with pictures of me and you. I'm so romantic. I am romantic. (laughs) I think I'm, uh, the closest thing you have to a husband when I think about it. Oh, here we go. You know, I read this article. I should fuck you. Oh, stop it. I read this. I mean, I might as well consummate before we both go. (laughs) You know what I mean? Let's do it on the day we're going. (laughs) Let's do it on the air. But, uh, you know, no, I read this article uh, this past weekend about work husbands and work wives. Right. And these relationships people have. I'm like, why does everybody have to dis- dis- just destroy everything? You are not my work husband. I am. I hate to break it to you. I kind of <laughs> am. Are you over here fixing anything, husband? Uh, no, work husband is the best kind of husband. I'm whatever you want me to be. I'm like Jesus. You know, when you meet women, you know, they've been widowed for 25 years. I'm like, well, you know what? Jesus is enough. I'm in love with Jesus. And Jesus does no wrong. Jesus is the perfect guy. Jesus doesn't shit and, not, you know, doesn't piss all over the toilet seat. Jesus, the, you know, they fall in love with the perfect man. Me, work husband, me, perfect husband. 
Because you, you know, what, what, I just, I just bring you joy. That's it. Sometimes. Both but, of them. Um, sometimes it goes too far. You know, poor Sal is the best example of that. His, his wife had a work husband and she fell in love with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, was bad. I don't mean to bring up a nasty uh, thought. I mean, uh, Sal's doing uh, yeah, fine now. Yeah, yeah. They would. But that poor Sal. I couldn't have gotten but Sal, you doing all right? How is Valentine's Day for you? What are you doing uh, with that wife of yours? It's wonderful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Even Sal, when he sent me his gift, he wrote 143 on it. He's funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> your, your, wife's, your wife's work husband used to write to her 143, right? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah God bless yeah, they, them. They still together or are they broken up? <laughs> I don't know. I, I always wish them the best. I, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> nah. You've gotten over that. You don't. Th- you don't spend a lot of time dwelling on nah, it. Or is nah. it always there? Is it always in the back of your mind? Yeah, you know, you learn how to. You know, you learn how to manage it. You know what I mean? Right. Like is say, that, is it know. still going on, or is it over? No, no, it, it, it's 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 over. fine. Yeah, sure it is. You know? Okay. <laughs> you know? Sure, it's over. I just uh, hope he has better luck than I did. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no, it's, 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 it's all it's all good. Right. You guys never bring it up like do you ever once in a while if you're having an argument or something. You go, you know, by the way, no, you, I, you, it you, wouldn't be in my opinion. It wouldn't be fair to, to do that, to throw that her way. You know what I mean? People make mistakes. And if you're going to forgive, you have to move forward. You can't rehash it. All right. Oh, that's very mature. Mr. Mature. Yeah. 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 You so, remind me she, of a flower, the way you just let. <laughs> The, the like like all the bad stuff like the you know the, the wind the yeah. rain you let yeah. it just blow right over you and then you, you yeah. give love yeah didn't he yeah. say he wanted to be like a flower he is yeah, yeah. he is he's like a flower he's like he's like a hydrangea you get too close to him it'll kill you <laughs> exactly yeah but it's by the way happy. i'm i want to uh, get a law where flower shops have to say are the person we are sending these flowers to do they have a cat because yeah uh, yeah because that's a good point would, yeah. Yeah, absolutely so are you and your wife going to celebrate Valentine's Day? Are you guys on track with all that? Well, uh, like you, Howard, I purchased a bouquet and I purchased her favorite candies. And I'm going to be putting together a little uh, ensemble for her today. I'm going to surprise her with it. So, yeah. What do you mean ensemble? Like a uh, an outfit? Uh, yeah. Like, you know. Um, Lingerie? Yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe something, uh, you know. Oh. You, do you like on. that? Do you like a woman to walk in in lingerie? I like them naked. I, I don't even want to mess with that shit. I just like them, period. You know, I'll take what I think. <laughs> I gotta be <laughs> he, honest. He's trying to be nice and hopefully get something. <laughs> right. Are you exactly. a, a, are you a blowjob guy? Do you enjoy blowjobs? I, I really am. I you know. I find that fascinating. I don't understand that, Howard. That is, I mean, I think that's wonderful. That's I've great. met very few women in my life who knew how to do it right. And uh, maybe I, it's I, you. Maybe the women are fine. You're yeah. just particular. No, no. I met. Listen, I don't. I don't know. Uh, there was a couple of women. I don't know what they were doing differently. <laughs> they seem to really enjoy it, and uh, most women do not enjoy it. They, their teeth are involved. It's just a disaster. And my wow. penis is very sensitive, and also I'm very germ-phobic, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't really want a, a raw mouth on my penis. Uh, I don't want, what if they, you know, when I was single, I mean, no. you know, I didn't want to get um, any kind of herpes or anything yeah. like shit. So I, I, maybe it ruined it for me psychologically with me. I, I, I wanted a rubber on. I want to go into her. And, he uh, he had enough. her wearing dental dams and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a rubber never slowed me down. I mean, I feel I, I feel way a lot of sensation. I, I, I that's all I know. 
But you like that whole blowjob thing, huh? I'll take anything I could get, a hand, whatever, you know? But yeah. the teeth I love a hand don't job. get in your way. You? The, yeah. the, you know, you find every blowjob enjoyable, Sal? Are you kidding? Ralph, I mean, not Ralph, Sal, what's your name again? <laughs> Sal, right? Yeah. Sal got a blowjob uh, from a tiger, and I think enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> the teeth, don't, teeth don't slow you. An alligator blew him. Yeah, a saber-toothed yeah. tiger gave him a blowjob. She no, can but, have but, bob wire and, uh, you know, at battery acid in her mouth. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like a hand job. I like that. Yeah, that, that's uh, nice. That, that's nice. You know, that that I can enjoy. A hand of um, 40 bucks, Howard, 34th and 6th. <laughs> oh, my. He even knows uh, where and the price. Yeah. Now, he's, he used to go and get a tug every uh, when he was working oh, on the stock market. He did right? not, did he? No. What, get a tug? He used to get tug, rub and tug, no? Oh, yeah. oh we're changing our story? <laughs> it's Valentine's changed, Day, Howard. Yes. I want to be around for the next one. <laughs> no, before, I'm saying back in the oh, day. Back in the used, day. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean yeah. now. No. Of course not. No, no. Why, why would you get one now? You're hornier than ever. <laughs> I'm now saying back in the yeah, day, you used jobs, always... but it's my hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you try to di- disguise it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hello, lover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was watching um, the TV show the other day, the Mayor Kingston. I love it. It's a guy jerking off in the shower. He's carrying on and making so much noise. He's like this. <laughs> I jerk off. Do you make any noise? I don't make any noise when no, I jerk I off. I this can't. Fucking guy. I mean, yeah. Of course not. No. You wouldn't. You know, we as boys, little boys, we had to hide our jerking off. Yes. And we, we, you know, you were taught to be stealth and silent like a ninja. I trained thousands of hours so <laughs> no one would detect me. If God forbid my mother found me jerking off. <laughs> I was so good at blowing my load into tissues so that nothing, there would be no semen anywhere. And because she, she was like a detective, this woman, <laughs> shit stains, everything. She, she reported it to anyone she could report to. Howard, Howard had grit in his underpants <laughs> and soak him in front of everybody. She'd soak him in the sink in front of my sister's older girlfriends. Uh, and I, it was humiliating. God forbid my mother found cum somewhere. So I would jerk off. And then I had a, you know, the bathroom. I didn't have a ba- bathroom. Was across the the way, right near my parents' bedroom. I would tippy toe in there, flush those th- things down. You didn't. There was no like a. Well, like let a, me um, ask you something. Did anybody ever need the bathroom when you were no, in no, there? No, 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 no. I would jerk off in my bedroom, oh. and then get the t- and then move the tissues into the bathroom. Now, years uh-huh. later, I started. I like a, like I was a bit of an imbecile. I realized, well. Instead of doing the little tiptoe walk across from my bedroom to get in the bathroom and jerk off. But, you know, you'd hear once in a while, what are you doing in there? <laughs> Worst. What you know what I'm doing? I'm, I'm pretending I'm as good looking as Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Do you want to know the truth? Because you fucking made me feel like I'm an ugly monster. Oh, dear. <laughs> Uh, I mean, but you had to see this TV show. This guy was jerking off like an opera singer. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, you know. Pavarotti in there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, it ain't that good. You know what? It's shocking you how good it is. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. But uh, happy Valentine's Day, Sal. I know you've been Thank through you. the mill. 
I mean, Sal had a real wake-up call. Oh, everybody, it's Sal's wife. Hi. Oh, oh hi, Howard. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, Robin. How's it hi. going? Listen, I got a poem for Sal for Valentine's Day. You want to hear it? Sure. Yeah. All right. Roses are red. Violets are blue. You're a piece of shit, Sal. Ain't no way I'm blowing you. <laughs> you hear me? Oh, oh, fuck you, happy Sal. Val All right. Happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Hydrangeas kill cats, huh? You know, Howard, I got to say something. That's not my wife. She's nicer. This lady. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, man. Valentine's Day. Well, you know, I really thought about Richard. I said, well, maybe Richard can save the day by doing something amazing for his wife since she was so brokenhearted. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking, you know what Richard could do? He could brush his teeth on Valentine's Day. It would make his wife really happy. <laughs> you know, make, make that mouth smell normal. Yeah. Um, oh, so speaking of Valentine's Day, Sal, did you hear Ronnie's Valentine's Day sex tip? Yes. Yeah, oh, no. Uh, yeah, it, I thought it was fascinating. Yeah, he is. Man, Ronnie's 70. How old is Ronnie now? 73, I want to say? 73, I think. 73, I think. Wow. Yeah. And he's so sexed up. He's sexed up like a 14-year-old. He's like a teenager. You got to totally. hear this. Um, let me give you a Ronnie update. Uh, first of all, Ronnie tweeted this morning. Hey, guys, what was the Ronnie tweet? It was crazy for Valentine's Day. It was, uh, oh, here it is. A special titty Tuesday, three exclamation points. Points. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. Yeah. Special Titty Tuesday. He's like a 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did he have a whole bunch of pictures that he 